This is an island surrounded by water, big water, ocean water. I asked you not to tell me that. Tim Kaine. Tim Kaine says more gun laws are necessary and admits they won't do anything. Gender neutral cap and gown. Crisis solved. Wait a minute. I didn't, was there a crisis we weren't aware about? That's Apparently. We so, must be like yeah. completely out of touch. Cap and gowns are not the neutral. world today. Mm. And you're working hard to put food on your family. That's right. <laughs> I'm going to put some food on my family this weekend. <laughs> I'm going to hit them each with a cheeseburger. And a female soccer player insults America and demands more pay. On Flag Day, even. And that's, they have female soccer players? That's next. Virginia Citizens and American Patriots Radio as the Founding Fathers intended. The Lee Brothers. My name's Scott Lee. Hi, I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us. It's beautiful Friday afternoon. It is absolutely gorgeous out there with the temperature in the mid-70s. It's a perfect convertible top-down day. I put my top down while I was cruising in. It was just incredible. <laughs> I think you had to keep your top up, quite honestly. Just saying. Well, once I realized that meant the top on the car, not my actual Yes, no, shirt, I, under- I understand completely what you I put you my shirt back to. on and lowered the top. Right. Got a it. quick note, if you have a dog locked in your car at Forest Hill and Sheila Lane, Sheila like a female from Australia, sort of, I don't know. Forest Hill and Sheila Lane, there is a dog locked in a car. And you're if, if you get back there and the dog's still there, you're lucky he didn't drive off with that thing. But authorities are waiting for you. Authorities. Author- the police are waiting for you. Because of a dog in the car. It's a beautiful day. Maybe the dog just wanted to go for Maybe a ride. Maybe the dog didn't want to get out of the car. Sometimes like kids do. Yeah, it's exactly. kind of cool out. <laughs> exactly. If the windows are, are well cracked, right. I think there should be a law if the police pull oh, up on a go. dog locked in a car. The windows are up and it's a hot day. They should be able to break I think they all can. four windows out of the car. That's ridiculous. Not just Sometimes you one take it too far. It's no, possible it, it should the, be. The, well, the, we couldn't you know make how, up our minds which window to break, so we each took a window. What, what? How do you know how long the dog's been? There's too many questions for that. It's no, a dog. the dog should it's, not it's be ridiculous. locked in there for a second. Of course not. How not long the world. dog's been in there? It the dog matter. shouldn't be what in there for 30 seconds. seconds. What if walked in the store to get a drink, come back not out, even a and minute. windows are bashed in? It's completely misunderstood. You take the dog and let him pick out That's what he ridiculous. wants to drink. I don't believe you. Put a cup on the floor. Let him slurp up his Slurpee. That's what he wants. We've come dogs before. You may not want to slurp. That's where we are today in our culture. It's ridiculous. Speaking well, of culture. some dogs can carry on a better conversation than a human. Coming up at four, Biden. Biden, ch- he's going to fix two things, the climate and cancer. Joe he's, Biden. He's a, he's a miracle he's worker. A mir- that, you know Joe what? Biden. Do you think that's overplaying your hand? I can fix everything. Put me in charge. <laughs> My just- favorite picture of <laughs> Biden is he's in a bar and he's kind of all grins and giggles with this biker chick and the biker chick's main squeeze standing behind him looking at him like I'm going to hurt you. And I have to wonder where the Secret Service were. Did they have their guns drawn pointed at the guy or were they somehow hidden in this picture? Because you couldn't see any. Right. But Biden was there. Hugging on a biker chick. Hugging on a biker chick and her boyfriend was not too happy about it. They also got that last year. 
Exactly. He, all so, Joe was doing was looking for his butt buddy. So Biden, butt buddy. you know, it's funny how the left thinks Trump is a crazed man and, and out of control. Trump have they have looked at Biden? any butt buddies. <laughs> have they, they looked at Biden? They looked at Biden. All right. So and at five, at five o'clock, we're going to talk about um, uh, Congress wants a pay raise and uh, fatherhood. It's kind of an important uh, little thing for the cause of freedom and liberty and a healthy civilization. Fatherhood all at five. All right, we're up running four five four thirteen sixty six. Phone lines are open four five four thirteen sixty six. Huge fan. Richard and I are huge fans of this thing we call the American flag. Absolutely. T- today is Flag Day. You know what? You and I. It's interesting because growing up, we the flag had such an important symbolism of our country. What it meant when we saw the flag flying, it wasn't like oh, there's a flag. We almost we were like. This is awesome. It, it it was like the the rally around the greatness of America. You know, not one time did you and I, when we were kids, have the American flag up and think that stands for oppression. I mean, of course not. I mean, it doesn't what? mean for it stands for freedom <laughs> exactly and sacrifice. Not In the greatest nation on right. earth. It stands for so much more, and they don't teach kids this in school anymore. They, they don't. You think anyone knows it's flag day today? You know, the kids today would look at the flag flying half mast and say, "Somebody didn't put the flag all the way up." <laughs> That's right. yeah, they, they have no idea. I laugh, but I can't help. It. Otherwise, I cry. What, what the it, meaning of it is? There's a picture a few years back of a high school in California. They're flying the the Mexican flag on top with the United States flag beneath it, upside down, yep. and the school was okay with that. Yeah, sure, they were fine with that. We I actually, if they would do that on our flag country, day. We have a problem understanding the greatness of America, what the flag means. Today is the anniversary of the adoption of our flag by the Second Continental Congress on June 14, 1777. The flag is a it's a beacon of liberty. By the way, for the leftist pukes and women soccer players in our country who look at the flag and don't like it, there are plenty of countries who, when they see the American flag, they go, thank God. Thank God the Americans are here. They look yeah. at it differently. It is a beacon of liberty for most of the world, except for the radical left in our very country. I, I was watching a, a, a documentary TV show, The World's Most Serious Disasters. I was in a really happy mood. I was too happy. <laughs> I had to bring myself down. So I punched the button to, to watch disasters around the world. Now, on a couple of them, they're showing these horrific flooding or, or or whatever the situation was and then they make a comment just one sentence and the united states navy pulled in to uh to assist see you know they didn't say the polish navy pulled no, in they didn't exactly. say the german navy or the russian navy the united and these these were european disasters the united states navy pulls in to assist so on this on this flag day as as richard and i have talked about the importance as being American patriots displaying your flag at home and honor and, and homage to our country and to those who humbly served it and gave the ultimate sacrifice and the, the, the way the flag waves for those families and those who gave that sacrifice. It is, it is interesting on this day that we can look and say, wow, the flag's not too important to some, mainly this insane U.S. women's soccer player who is uh, – refusing to put her hand over her chest and sing the national anthem in a foreign country in France during the Women's World Cup 
And then we have a certain segment of our society who are mad at Trump for not flying the gay pride flag over our U.S. embassies. This is, do we have, do, do, do we have something that would require us to hoist the rainbow flag over the United States embassy? Is it the American flag that's idiotic. Enough? The first, the, if you're gay or transgender or, or whatever, or if you're whatever, an alien from outer space you with your own flag, we should fly the rainbow flag over the United States embassy. You're an idiot. Yeah, you are purified, moronic <laughs> idiot. Now, I'd love to have a face to face conversation because I'm sure all you would do is scream at the top of your lungs and make no coherent sense. Well, here's the deal. Here's why it's whatsoever. Just, here's why you're an idiot. I mean, it's fun just to call you an idiot, but the United States Embassy doesn't stand for the I, LGBTQ community it it here. It stands for liberty and freedom for country. all. And you right. hoist up this this gay flag, and you think that it's it's a special flag for a special people. Why? There's no other flags for everyone else. And nobody, Do we have flags for other people who feel like they're in a different state of some sort? Do we have a do we have a specific, like, if you think you're an alien from outer space, do we hoist that flag on alien uh, a pride month? Is there a... What there is no pride alien months? pride month, and I'm upset about that. That makes sense. Because I want... Listen, you know, here's what little, Mike Pence said The little about. gray guys. But you, if somebody in a foreign country is... the get, You know, the United States flag stands for freedom for, for everyone. All, for for everyone. And nobody in that country is going to think that if you're part of the LGBTQ community. Yeah, it doesn't stand for you. That you're not free. Exactly. Thank you very much. Unless you tell them so. And then you'd be <laughs> telling them a bold-faced a bold lie. Right. The, what, this, what this is about isn't about freedom for LGBT because the most freedom they have on the planet Earth is in the United States of America. They, but the, and, and everyone has rights. There's not a right that is taken away from LGBT people because Trump won't put a flag underneath the United States flag in U.S. embassies. If you're upset about that, you're an idiot. You need to go back and rethink everything in your head because you're a nut job. All right. When we come back, we'll tell you what Penn said about it. It's actually spectacular. And we'll talk about this women's soccer player who doesn't like the country in France. Your phone calls next. 454-1366. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. Want to help Richard prove Scott's wrong once and for all? Call the Lee Brothers at 454-1366. 454-1366. Said that Castro was making a speech to a large assembly and he was going on at great length, and then a voice out in the crowd said, Peanuts, popcorn, Cracker Jack. And he went on speaking, and again the voice said, Peanuts, popcorn, Cracker Jack. And about the fourth time this happened, he stopped in his regular speech. And he said, the next time he says that, he says, I'm going to find out who he is and kick him all the way to Miami. And everybody in the crowd said, peanuts, popcorn, Cracker Jack. Well, if you ask me where I come from, here's what I tell everyone. Unless you're a United States women's soccer player. I was born by God's dear grace. Let's hate this song. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. It's Flag Day. We're celebrating the anniversary of the adoption of our flag, June 14th, 1777. The flag is a beacon for liberty, unless you think you need another flag. Therefore, the rainbow flag is 
by the LGBTQ people who are upset that we didn't fly their pride flag at our U.S. embassies. Mike Pence was asked about it. He said, quote, I'm aware that the State Department indicated that on the flagpole of our American embassies that one flag should fly, and that's the American flag. And I support that. When it comes to the American flagpole and American embassies at capitals across the world, having the one American flag fly, I think, is the right decision. <laughs> I could I couldn't agree more. Uh, most people around the world don't even know that flag. They don't even know the rainbow but flag. But even if they did, this is not your pet social project. No, it's this not. This is the United States Embassy, and only one flag will fly. And, and you know what? Thank God for Mike Pence and Trump for standing firm and going, look, this isn't your little social experiment for every leftist whacked idea. We're not going to hoist your gay pride flag up when... It's for everyone. The American flag's already flying. It means freedom for everybody. No one's going to walk up and go, what about LG? It's just ridiculous. How about separation of organizations and state? Something like that. <laughs> you know, fly right, well, your flag on your house. Fly it on right. your car. Fly it anywhere you want to fly it, except on government buildings and such. Bernie, <laughs> Bernie Sanders said... Listen to what Bernie Sanders, this this guy. Wouldn't you love to have a cheeseburger with that guy? I don't want anything to do with him. <laughs> he said, we have seen the Trump administration. Now, listen, he's responding to the Trump administration not allowing the flag to fly in the embassy beside the American flag. He says this. We've seen the Trump administration try to roll back protections for transgender people. And we've seen Trump's education department roll back protections for transgender students, which none of that is true, by the way. It's their, in, their silly little version of it. And we've recently seen Trump State Department actually try to limit embassies from flying the, the pride flag. Didn't they say they could fly it inside the embassy yes, somewhere? That, that's but even they, another story you know, entirely. They can. Now, here's what. I guess that's the ambassador's choice, probably. He's the head honcho over the embassy. Right. Eon Omar, who is the congressman from Minnesota, said, quote, this is another blatant example of this administration's bigotry and discrimination against LGBT community. Really? Are you are you sure that's what it is? Are by, you stupid by, enough to believe it? <laughs> exactly. Are you that dumb? I mean, there are a lot of dumb people. Why, why can't you, we just fly the American flag over embassy? And if we allow the LGBTQIA... That's our new letters, and I don't know what those mean. What does I, I, I don't know. mean? I have no idea. It's just the new way they're they're talking. And there's and you re- allow that flag to fly. What about some other group? What if the Christians said, "I want Christian Pride Month"? Can they fly the Christian flag underneath the American flag? I bet you people would lose your mind. Oh, they would. You know, that you happened. know they would. You know they would. That would be that would be so awful to the left to have a Christian flag flying underneath the American flag. Why is it okay to fly the LGBT colored flag under the American flag then? You see, you it's know, just I silly. I would think in certain parts of the world that would create incredible problems for the embassy because certain religions don't tolerate any kind of thing like, like that. Like that. Right. They don't. It would probably create big it problems. Might. And even the Christian flag would create problems in certain parts of the world. Right. Fly the American flag. A huge fan of it on this flag day. All right, amen, coming up. Amen. More about this women's soccer player. We got to talk about this. And they're demanding equal pay, demanding it. And their sport isn't anywhere near the men's level. We'll discuss it. Demand 454 on. 1366. 454 13.
66, Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. Zero diversity, complete intolerance, and a total lack of fairness. It's the Lee Brothers. On Monday, Montgomery County, Maryland, they lowered the POW flag off the Veterans Memorial Plaza and replaced it with the gay pride flag for the month of June. You've got That's to pathetic. be kidding That's me. Maryland, right? Yes, that is That's Maryland. why I will drive around Maryland <laughs> to get to the other side. It's insane. We've lost our mind, folks. I, I don't. Yeah, it's just, it's unconscionable. So they, they flew the, 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 the uh, county council's first gender-confused LGBT member pushed the celebration of the gay pride up the uh, Veterans Memorial Plaza flagpole. That's unconscionable. It's a veterans memorial. It's not an LGBTQ memorial. Correct. It's not a memorial dedicated to those who participated or belong to the LGBTQ community who have died. It's not a memorial for them. Are they saying everyone that fought in the Vietnam War was part of the LGBTQ community? No. Here, here's what they're saying. You know, people the, are looking for the... sure. Vietnam veterans, they're driving from state to state and they get into Maryland. They're going to have to expect there are some things in Maryland that are abnormal, <laughs> the state itself. But they come into the state looking for that, the LGBTQ memorial, and they see the gay pride flag. Why? Not, you know, so here's unless my point. they're part of that community, they're, right. not, they're going to blow right by. They're not even going to slow down. This is not about simple... Gay pride. They'll be telling their friends in the Midwest, man, we went by a LGBTQ memorial in Maryland. <laughs> they must have a no, lot of members this, of that community living is, there. Do you ever get the sense that this is beginning to attack people who might not like it? This I'll is what this is about. This whole is a cultural movement to shame people who disagree either with the lifestyle or the fact that you want to push the lifestyle people. That's what this is. And if you're against the LGBT flag, you're somehow an evil person because of it. It's just a lie. All right. Live and let live. Check us out at WNTW The Answer. WNTW The Answer. Click on the Lily Brothers Take You to Our Page. Coming up, this woman soccer player who hates our country. Well, that's next. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7. Stay in France, woman. Yeah. Want to help Richard prove Scott's wrong once and for all? Call the Lee Brothers at 454-1366. 454-1366. We built this city. Yes, we did. We built this city on rock and roll. Outside the capital, the Commonwealth of Virginia, the Lee Brothers, Virginia citizens and American patriots. My name's Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend, and my brother sitting to my left. His left sometimes is far left. Is Richard Lee. Just can't tell much anymore. All right, phone lines are open, 454-1366. Coming up, this Richmond has solved a crisis uh, they've switched to gender-neutral cap and gowns for graduation, and it and it, it, somehow it's a point of celebration. And I, I don't know how Richard and I made it through life with gendered caps and but they fixed it. I don't it. either. That's coming up. We'll discuss that and and embrace the change.
But first, 454-1366. Kay in North Carolina, you're on AM820, WNTW and FM92.7 with the Lee Brothers. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. I just wanted to make a comment about the flag situation, if I could. Absolutely. Um, Yeah, it may have already been stated, but I would think that flying the U.S. flag is probably one of the best things for the LGBT community because under that flag, I think that they get more freedoms and rights than perhaps in some other countries. You're absolutely right. Yeah, we we, we mentioned that. There are countries that would beat and kill them. Right. right. For being a member okay. of that community. There are countries that wouldn't tolerate that at all. So it's a duplicate. To have the LGBTQ flag underneath the American flag is duplicating rights for everybody. It's yeah, not they necessary. have the same rights that we of all course. We all have the same rights regardless of what community we belong what? to. <laughs> community, exactly. Or who we love, as the left likes to say. Yeah. Anyway, Kay, thanks but, for the call. Thank you, Kay. Great call. 454-1366. I... I uh, This has always irritated me when you go to play sports and especially when you go to a foreign land and the national anthem comes up and most of your team is singing it. And there's one person who refuses to put her hand over her heart in a foreign land and even mouth the national anthem. Why? Because Trump's president. Now, because there's Trump few, won't let them get paid the same as a man, which is complete dinosaur right, there's two, dung. Two stories here, right? One is is Megan Rapano or Pron, uh, Rapino, Rapino, Rapino. Megan Rapino is the co-captain. U.S. Mid, uh, she's a midfielder for the women's soccer team, and no. she is uh, she's a lesbian, and she is just she can't believe how bad Trump is. For lesbian, which is ridiculous. Show me the policy, by the way. Can can the left go, this is the policy that Trump implemented, that Congress voted for, signed in a law that made lesbians have less rights, while she's in a foreign land protesting the country she's supposed to be from. Wow, that sounds like she's really oppressed. And you think she's dissing the president? She's not. She's dissing you. And her teammates. And, And everyone, whether you're a Republican, a Democrat, an unknown, no matter what you are, She's dissing you and every other American by disrespecting the flag in this manner. She's not dissing President Trump. You know, he could probably give a rip about her, as most people could give a rip. She's got, it looks like she has purple hair. I don't know if she accidentally slipped and put her head in a tidy bowl man's area. I don't know how she managed to no, get purple there. I don't know. There's but no slippage there. <laughs> I guess I guess there's a reason for dyeing your hair purple. I don't know. But to stand and disrespect the team. I, if I were the coach, I'd walk up and say, your arm better be sprained or broken. I wonder not parents, putting your hand over your heart. Isn't that one of those things where your parents go, you know what? My son, my daughter went to a foreign land to play soccer and just refused to mouth the words, I'm so proud. It's just so amazing. She's so brave. She stood up to the to the American flag and to all it stands for. She was the only one on the planet that did it, but she did it. She's just trying to be now she may like have the football player whose name I will not mention because I, I'm i not going to give him credit for doing anything. She's just trying to do the same thing. In women's soccer, I'm sorry. 
you know, if if American football was the number one sport, and it's not actually, but if it were, women's soccer would probably be two thousand seven hundred ninety-six on the on the list of things. She's not going to get That's the attention insult, she thinks she's going to get. Well, number she, one, number two, the attention she should get is very negative, very very negative, uh, and that should be negative. But for her, she thinks she's taking a stand. Now, let, let's talk about taking a stand. What does she for think? Second. Trump's going to go? Oh my! No, I it's upset not about this that. girl. You know that. I'm going to personally raise the wage. Here, here's here's an. So they make the same thing as a man. Here's I just wish the left could see when when Obama was president. And using the IRS to attack people who disagree with them, we still stood up, put our hand on our heart, and people and and and, and sang exactly. the national anthem. Exactly. Not one time did I say that's it. My rights are being trampled. Conservative groups are being attacked by this president. I refuse. You see how silly it is. You know, Trump is a part-time president. He's not going to be president. He's not even king. In fact, he's he's dissolving power from the federal government so that you can be more free. All presidents Somehow, are part-time. That's exactly right. So you're not protesting uh, Trump. You're protesting America in this case, and it looks awful. And quite frankly, my reaction to this woman makes me want to hope they lose and not even win a thing. And it's one woman on this entire soccer team, which I, 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 I'm sure the other girls are like, gosh, I wish she would just stop. I just want to play for the United States and win and go home. And this stupid woman is making it into about her. That's what it's about. She tries to think it's all because she has some big policy to stand on. It's just a lie, and it's really, it's a really a shame. I'm sure that there's some young people in France that probably think, "Oh yeah, she's one of us. She's pretty cool." The young people in France, you stop twenty on the street and ask them what they think of the United States. Nineteen are going to say that we suck out loud. You stop twenty elderly people who live in France. Oh, yeah, they're going to say the United States States is the greatest nation on earth. Right. 100%. No question about that. So the other part of this is not only uh, Megan Rapinoe's stupid view of gay lesbian rights in our country, which are dead wrong, but it's also the view that they're being paid less than men. And I think this is the entire women's soccer team. You know, Trump did that. That's Trump's fault. Yeah, they're blaming Trump as if Rapinoe says it's Trump's fault. If he could have a magic wand also they get paid the same why do people get paid anything for what they do let's just have a rational economic conversation people get paid for what they do based upon the revenue the product they are the uh, production of what they're doing so there has to be a coordination you just can't say i want to be paid more without results the honest truth is the women's soccer team does not bring in the money the men's do are you suggesting that they should be paid equally when they don't bring in the revenue that men do you have to balance it out, take X number of dollars from Joe male player and give it to Josephine female player. But, you know, obviously some of these players identify as men. So that should, should that automatically get them the man's salary? <laughs> Wait a second. I don't think any of them identify as men. There's one who identifies as a woman lesbian, but I don't think that. How do you know none of them identify Okay, I don't know. There, no one women, said anything. Somebody's I don't, I identifying. Can't verify. Somebody's identifying. Cannot verify. All right. those women, somebody's identifying. I don't care what you say. So I guess the women's soccer team is saying, look, I, I know we don't we don't bring in the revenue that men do, but I would like government to step in and fix it. Is yeah. that what you're suggesting? Yeah, Big Don. Hey, Big Don. Take the money out of your pocket this. and give it to me. Think about this. The women are suggesting that the government, by force, step in 
and regulate pay. Either means make men pay less or pay women more. And obviously, I'm sure the women are going to pay us more, but that's not how it's going to work. The men have to be paid less to make everything equal, kind of like socialism is. Not everybody's raised up in socialism. Everyone's pushed down to the same level. If these women are that talented and could draw a big crowd, let them identify as a man and go up the line and play for a man's soccer team. Because apparently we don't even separate that anymore. There are no genders. Yeah, there's no gender. It doesn't matter. There's kids, there's girls playing high school level football, college football. There's girls playing high school level baseball, college baseball. So let let them move up the line. If they identify, let them identify as a man and, and get a man's salary. I'm not saying women should be paid less than a man, but in this case, no, no, there's no comparison nobody, here. But but no one, they're not drawing the funds. People get paid on their work ethic. That's how people are paid in the United States of America. Period. I know the left doesn't like to think it's that way. I have actually, the best work ethic of anyone, and you should in be the paid United for it. States of America. And in America, you are. If you who's, work who's harder in America, you get paid for it. In other socialist countries, it doesn't matter how hard you work. That's why well, I have a good work. That's ethic. why you the tell me. that's why the work ethic is so low in other parts of the country. It's high here in America because. In America, when you work hard, you get compensated for it. Only in America. The left hates that. The left thinks you're actually not paying the women's soccer team less because they're women when that is absurd. They think you're not paying the women the same because Trump is president. Right. Inside the USA Today, there was an article on Wednesday from this whacked woman. Her name is Armour. She said, not exactly, she said, not exactly groundbreaking stuff from the president. The answer is hardly surprised. Given Trump's well-established history of misogyny and disdain for anything that doesn't directly benefit him. That's an insult on the president. You actually think the president is not going to strike his pen and pay women more because he's a misogynist? I mean, even if he is, he doesn't have the power to strike a pen to pay women more. The left, a little bit loony, just must say, especially in this case. On this flag day. Can I ask you one question about what you just said? What kinds of kids eat armor hot dogs? She's part of the armor company. Uh, that's just her last name. Oh. I think you're making too much of that. All right, your I, phone calls next. Multiple four, stories confused. 454-1366. 454-1366. Richmond switches to gender-neutral caps and gowns. Is the crisis solved? That's next. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. Freedom isn't passed through the bloodstream, it's fought for daily. Fight alongside the Lee Brothers. My daddy served in the army, we lost his right eye, but he flew a flag out in our yard. On this flag day, I trust that you will make sure you're flying your flag this weekend. If your flag's not up, the first thing you do when you get home is put that flag up. Crisis fixed. There are actually high schools. That used to graduate in different cap and gowns, some for men and some for women. And can you <gasps> I, get a hold of yourself? I just, <laughs> where'd that come from? Is that an old clip? Get a hold of yourself? No, so, I was uh, a little upset there for a second. So I am, I, I can't believe for all these years we put up with this, the fact that, that we actually had women dressing in cap and gowns that were a different color than men. And, uh, and the most amazing thing about it is no one noticed. I mean, we I, I did notice back way did, back when. Way back I, when you d- I didn't notice. I would I thought it was cry normal. my eyes out <laughs> before graduation. But then I would remember that it was time to graduate. 
So I would do what a lot of the guys did. We would go to graduation with nothing on but a cap and gown. We wouldn't wear anything but a cap and gown. Well, it what? was cool. We didn't sweat. Yeah. It was, you know, cool under there. And well, we'd Richmond- sit there and, and we'd have a little wet eye a little bit. But to be honest... You know, these kids that are graduating, they don't give a rip. You could be speckled colors. They don't care. They're graduating. They're getting their diploma. So what you're saying— They don't care about the color of their cap and gown. So what you're saying is this is a crisis manufactured by the adults in the room. The adults. This is an adult issue. It's an adult Not a kid issue. The kids aren't going to sit there and go, You mean they're not— How in the world are we going to be able to graduate with multiple colored caps and gowns? No, no, other way. Other way. We can't graduate— with a men and women's cap and gown, nobody, no kid no, is saying that. No, you can't. That. You have to split it's them gotta, apart. It's got to be all one color. And what about public schools? someone who identifies? What about a male who identifies as a female? And what about a female who identifies as a male? Are they going to wear the male-colored cap and gown, or are they going to wear the female-colored cap and gown? This eliminates all of that. I'm sure that had something to do Well, of course with, it did. That's what this whole this. thing is this about. Is, this is pathetic. Yeah, of course it is. So the move was made, get this, Superintendent Jason Cameras, former Obama administration uh, education guy, makes over $250,000 a year just for the city of Richmond. I'd do it for half of it. He said he wanted to make sure every student felt welcome at graduation. So if so they're I'm not welcome I, when it was separate, then, right, they, they weren't welcome? No, they got there and said, go un- away. Unbelievable. You're not welcome It's here. amazing how the left manufactures a crisis. Ooh, that's a terminology that they used on Trump. Manufactured a crisis. Are you telling me? That I, I, I don't even know. Richmond Public Schools probably doesn't even have a transgender student in the graduating class. I, they don't. So they're, what are they doing? What's the, what's the point of this? So if what, how far do you want to take well, this, Jason? Well, even if he did, what's the point exactly. of this? Exactly, you don't you don't change what no. has what has what is fact if that there are question, men and women. If you have a question about which cap and gown you should wear, go to the school nurse. They'll tell you. I mean, <laughs> exactly. This is ridiculous. That's this so is true. pathetic. That's funny. Actually, I, I wouldn't one. be surprised if the cap and gown manufacturers didn't go and say, "Hey, we're going to give you a little payola if you can convince these people to just wear one color." A whole lot easier for us. That's a good point. We got a lot of schools going with solid blue. So, so Jason Cameras, question: You want to make every student feel welcome at graduation? What if a student who is graduating? Um, doesn't identify as a high school student. What if I identify as something completely radically different, didn't want to wear the gown at all? How far do you take this silliness? Now, Cameras went on to say this. This is a quote from Jason Cameras. We want to make sure our transgender and non-binary students... Uh, what, what happened to our culture? So now we have to mention what, non-binary student. What, what, what is, is a non-binary? Non- I know student? I'm supposed to know the answer to this. Does anyone know what a non-binary student? I, I guess is? that's someone that's not gendered male or female. I guess. So, but then every, here's the point: everyone alien. is gendered male and female. Everyone. All right. So Jason Cameron should get a big heart. They're We're going to make alien. sure our transgender non-binary students don't have a suffer the indignity of being forced to express their gender in a manner contrary to their identity. Instead of, their instead of dealing the indignity. Yeah. Instead of dealing with the issue, which is they actually think there's something they're not. You now want to change the entire way civilization works. We're going to cater to somebody who is confused on what they are. I think on I'm an alien from outer space. And I'm really, I, you can't tell me I'm not because that would be offensive. It, it, wow. 
All right, so he continued. He says they don't want to be forced to express their gender in a matter contrary to their identity. Graduation should be a day of joy and celebration, not discrimination. You know, Jason, I, I guess I can call you Jason. Let me just call you Mr. Mr. Cameras. Mr. Cameras, it's not discrimination to have two genders based upon. There's not. You, you can't make up discrimination. It's male and female since the beginning of civilization. It works out great that way. In fact, civilization functions when there's a men's restroom and a women's restroom. If someone comes along and can't pick one, it's not discrimination on our part. It's not. You know, we've come so far as human beings. Right. We really have. Back back in the beginning, you remember how cavemen used to carry a club around? They see a you know, a caveman chick that they wanted to have as their spouse. So they club them in the head and drag them we off by their hair. Happened. We don't know how. We happened. don't do that anymore. Mm, some don't. Right. We come to if realize. If you do it, you might get it arrested. Then again, you may not. Four five four thirteen sixty six. Crazy world in which we live. The Lee Brothers, eight twenty WNTW ninety two point seven FM. Scott and Richard Lee. The Circus Clowns of Talk Radio on 820 WNTW. All right, we have to, uh, we've got to cover Tim Kaine here. He went to the floor of the Senate this week and uh, made the case for more gun control. We're going to, we'll play those clips coming up. And Bernie and Biden, these two guys are unbelievable. Bernie says that uh, you would welcome high taxes for all the things he can give you. And then Biden says... If I can do better than that, Give you- I'm going I'm to fix the climate and fix cancer. Unbelievable. Might have might have overplayed his hand a bit. We'll discuss that coming up. Might. <laughs> Check us might. out. WNTW The Answer. WNTW The Answer. Click on the Lee Brothers Take Shit R page. Three great videos there. One is about conservative women being attacked in the media. Heartbeat with a question mark and big tech is big brother. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7. A good Democratic pick. is the fix. Cancer and the climate. Those are big, bold stuff. Those are bold things, Richard. Those are bold. I'm, I'm impressed. He's going to need his butt buddy to help him, but I'm impressed. Bernie says, uh, no, no, you you want higher taxes. For the things I can give you, you want higher taxes. Unbelievable. And what happens when a country forgets their founding principles? That's next. Virginia citizens and American patriots the only two-headed talk show in the capital of the Commonwealth. Lee Brothers, my name's Scott Lee. Hi, I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us. It's beautiful Friday afternoon. Tomorrow's going to be a little warmer and Sunday, even warmer again. But uh, anyway, thanks for joining us. Let's have some fun this hour. 454-1366, coming up at 5. We're going to talk about um, a congressional candidate here in Virginia who is a self-proclaimed pedophile. I kid, I kid you not. Self-proclaimed pedophile. And Wouldn't that be a category all to itself in Congress? Do you need flags for that? Is there a pedophile flag? There should flag? be a pedophile flag. Yeah, there might be. I mean, um, so that's coming up. At and five. we should fly it on the embassy, I guess, on well, flag day. Hey, look, pedophiles deserve... Our, no, they don't. They deserve our attention. They deserve the death penalty, but that's another... And we all need to carry clubs. <laughs> so we can that's right. show them how we feel about them. 454-1366. Phone lines are open. 454-1366. Fundamentally, if you don't know 
the history, the reasoning behind our founding principles. Uh, don't be confused when our country heads down a different path. This is exactly what we're seeing in our culture today. The founding principles of nature, nature's law, that God is the one who is the dispenser of rights, that government was instituted to protect them, that the Bill of Rights have a reason to exist, every one of them, that federalism was the best plan for the ultimate freedom of, of all citizens in America, that, that Jefferson was right. The best government's the one that's closest to you, not a far-off land, surrounded by a beltway, run by kings and queens. If Reagan you, was right, too, when he said the best government is just the one that's not in session. Right. That, that, so true, because you're, 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 you're not under threat. Thomas Jefferson said, when, when the government fears the people, it's called freedom. When the people fear the government, it's called tyranny. There is, the, the principles of our founding are brilliant. When Patrick Henry asked Madison for the Bill of Rights, Madison thought it'd be crazy to codify any rights because the rights are unlimited. Once you put them in 10, it would, you know, you, then you only have 10. And uh, ultimately, Henry won that debate. But now we get to look at these rights and we think Article uh, Amendment 1, First Amendment, the Second Amendment, and the Second Amendment, if we understood founding principles, there would be little argument from guys like Tim Kaine, which I'll play for you in a second. But before we do that, the Second Amendment isn't about hunting. It has nothing to do with hunting. It was never mentioned in the founding documents, the right to kill a goose. It was about your fundamental right to protect yourself and to protect you against an overreaching government. Those two simple things. This week we learned something about the Virginia Beach shooting. Kate Nixon was a victim. She was one of the 11 that was murdered on May 31st. The night before, she had a conversation with her husband that she was fearing this very guy. And she said, I want to carry my firearm in my purse to protect myself. And after a lengthy conversation, she decided to obey the law. The law said the city had a no-gun policy in her building. And she was not allowed to protect herself that the Second Amendment gave her. So a gun law prevented her from protecting herself. And our senator thinks we need... More of the same, more gun laws. Kate Nixon's lawyer. Protect the criminals and the murderers. Nixon had uh, considered carrying a firearm to protect herself. The lawyer said, in fact, they had a discussion the night before on whether or not to take the pistol and hide it in her handbag, decided not to. Ultimately, she was murdered in that building by the person she feared and named. Politicians are wrong. Politicians tell you they can protect you. Politicians tell you there should be a new law that prohibits the law abiding. This was a gun-free place. The bad guy knew it. The bad guy brought a gun into a gun-free place and murdered 11 people. Tim Kaine. He was an employee there. Right. He knew the law. He he knew the rules. He, He knew... He had been involved in a uh, 
dangerous situation there and was facing facing disciplinary action. He should have been fired and banned from the property for the, what had already taken place. But because it's a city, they can't do that. Gun-free zone essentially caused this woman's death. If you could go back and say, Kate Nixon, I want you to break the law. You carry the firearm into that place. You protect yourself and deal with the consequences later. Dad used to tell us, Richard, all the time, I'd rather be judged by 12 than carried by six. Amen. If, if you have a fear of your life and you think it's that real, you have a Second Amendment right to carry. Now, the problem with that is we're law-abiding citizens. We obey the laws of the land. So it's, Tim Kaine goes to the floor this week in the U.S. Senate, and he demands two more laws that only are going to pack you and me because we're the law-abiding guys. This, this should show Senator Kaine this guy was a criminal, and he had criminal intent. It, it, you know, he decided he was going to murder people at this, at this place, and, and he did so. He didn't abide by the rules. Of course not. He didn't not. abide by the law because the criminals don't. Why can't they understand? Why can't they get that? It's, it's simple math. Tim Kaine went to the floor of the Senate and told this story we're going to play for you. This is about teachers. He's talking about teachers in school. Where do teachers live? They live in gun-free zones. Listen to Tim Kaine, and as you listen to him explain what is going on in our culture today— Think of the bill that he would support that would fix it. They were frustrated. They were frustrated by a General Assembly of Virginia and a Congress of the United States being bystanders and not being willing to take actions that we need to take. One teacher in our meeting told a very vivid story about how she's had to rearrange her classroom. She keeps a filing cabinet next to the front door. The door opens in from the hall into her classroom. And she has positioned a full filing cabinet next to the door. And she has figured out how to race to that cabinet and tip it over to block the door from being open. Now, imagine that. You, you, you go to school to be a teacher. You're trained in pedagogy. You're trained in how to motivate youngsters of all kinds. They don't teach you about how to stop an active shooter. But we're going to have to start teaching all of our teachers about how to do it. So what's his point? You know, when I carry, let's teach them how to properly attach their holster to the garment of choice for the day. Rick from Richmond, you're on 820 WNTW with the Lee Brothers. Welcome to the show. Hey, good afternoon. This is a real cornucopia because as I listen to that, I am a teacher in uh, the city of Richmond. And uh, let me just step back real quick to Mr. Cameras. Uh, wonderful uh, diatribe on transgender oh, yeah, uh, the, fluidity. Right. Um, he should concern himself more than he should go back and read. And um, he did because he was interviewed by the Richmond Free Press on the 24th, which described the RPS graduation rate as epic fail. So, um, well, yeah, I but guess we got the gowns right. We got the gowns right. Right. Unbelievable. He's got bigger problems. No He's kidding. Got much bigger problems than that. He has the worst, uh, under his watch, the worst graduation rate post World War II. So he needs wow. to concern himself more with maybe um, providing structure, discipline, uh, rigor 
throughout the system, of which I was, you know, and am a part of. So I'm just going to let that go at that because people today can show up and identify as a bologna sandwich, and if you tell them it's okay, then they're going to go with it. Perhaps <laughs> if we should be the adults in the room and tell them that, no, you're not a bologna sandwich today. You're a really a 12, 14, 16-year-old male, female, right. or one exactly. who's, you know, one who's can confused between the two, and we can help you with that. And then we'll move to Mr. Kane, Kami Kane, and his diatribe on the Senate floor as well about um, uh, the confiscation, ultimately, of the guns from uh, law-abiding citizens, which, which, which that is the end game for the, the fascist left and their complicit partners on the right as well to infringe and totally subjugate the law-abiding citizen to turn it over to the lawless of our country, of which they'll, they'll rule over. So he's wasting his breath um, on people um, like myself, like yourself, because we're law-abiding citizens, and it's not these things aren't applicable to us, but they're going to you know make us suffer from it if we let them. So um, he seems to go to target. Uh, isn't it strange as well how the ghoul of the governor shows up? We don't see him for what four or five months, but mm-hmm. when there's when there's bodies uh, in the morgue, he shows up, oh, you know, kind of sure. like what he does for professional living before he became the governor. Exactly, um, that's right. Uh, you know, the bodies weren't quite. Uh, I hate to seem morbid here, but they. The, the, the folks had even finished grieving for their lost ones down in Virginia Beach before the old ghoul himself shows up on the camera and starts to tell us how we should uh, yeah. be better citizens and so forth. Yeah. So, Thanks, Rick. Um, if he yeah. ever sits in a meeting with me and or Mr. Kane, I'll be the one in the room that you know pees in the punch bowl for him because I'm about sick <laughs> of their wasted words no and their kidding. absolute useless language and solutions because they're targeted at the wrong people. And so it's kind of like... Um, yeah, I don't even. I don't even. To be honest with you guys, I was in the military. I was in a combat unit. I'm. I'll laugh at these schmucks, man, because they're not. I talked to a teacher today. It was our last day on the job. Uh, he's from out of state. We sat there and talked. Believe it or not, while we had a gymnasium full of kids and they were actively doing something wholesome, playing basketball, yep. and talking with one another. We were sitting there talking about hunting next season, and you know, we're both. We got kids. We. Pay taxes. We're law-abiding. We own firearms, and we're teachers. Isn't that weird? And nobody, no one, go back even farther because he grew up in Pennsylvania, and like myself, who grew up in Hanover County, Virginia. I recall kids bringing yeah. <gasps> shotguns to school and parking on across the street, and nobody got hurt. Rick, there's something going on in our culture that is amazing, and I think you uh, have laid it out very good. Thank you for your service as a teacher because we desperately need that. Absolutely, great so, call, Rick. So, what happens when a country forgets? its founding principles. Your phone calls next, 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW, 92.7 FM. Representing the end of political correctness. It's the Lee Brothers. Yabba-dabba-doo. Greatest show on earth. I want a banana, too. 454-1366. Actually, what's amazing is our response to this has been unbelievable. This this woman, Kate Nixon, who was one of the uh, people murdered in Virginia Beach, had a conversation with her husband the night before about carrying a firearm because she was specifically concerned about this very guy. She decided not to because the city had a no-gun policy that restricted her ability to protect herself. A you know- case can be made that they could sue the city for not protecting her or not allowing her to protect herself. Now, the lawyer says they're not. The lawyer says they're not suing the city. Yeah, they don't want to sue the city. They want things changed so people can carry a firearm and protect themselves at work 
at this building and protect themselves. You know, if, if she had been able to carry her firearm, maybe there wouldn't have been any fatalities. Maybe there would have been only one, the dirtbag shooter. You know, who who knows? Nobody's going to know it. And if she was so concerned about this individual, I guarantee you a lot of people there they all were. were concerned about him. And they should have taken steps. Somebody should have taken steps. Have the police on site. Make sure that the guy doesn't get on the facility. They had to... No, well, bigger than that, that she should have had the right to protect herself. Exactly. She should have been able to carry her firearm on that property and protect herself. The the politicians of our day do not trust Kate Nixon. They don't trust you, the law-abiding citizen. Somehow, you're the problem. Tim Kaine went to the floor of the Senate this week and talked about how teachers have to put file cabinets in front of the doors. Tim. And they have to learn how to do this. Tim, nothing you pass in the Senate will prevent that. The only way to prevent a bad guy with a gun is to have someone with a good gun. And you think your law is going to keep the bad guy from getting a gun and walking into a school? You have lost your mind. Only an idiot would think that when they pass laws to, to collect the guns... That the criminals are going to show up and go, oh, I'm sorry. I'm a criminal, <laughs> and, and uh, I don't want to give you my name, but I've got like 16 guns here I want to turn in. There are a few. I'll take some rocks out of your driveway because I don't have a weapon now. I mean, the criminals are not going to turn in the guns. Of course not. There are a few stories that strike at the heart of this issue more than this. This is the most amazing story, and most people don't even know it. Exactly. But the media is, it's not going to be all over the media. This woman went home to her husband and said, I'm concerned about this guy at work. Should I carry my gun in my purse? And after a conversation, she refused not to and was murdered by that guy the next day. Politicians, you've got this wrong. Empower the people. Don't empower the criminal by taking our rights away, limiting our freedoms to protect ourselves. You are empowering the evil. The bad guy with a gun. Tim Kaine, you're dead wrong on this. Do you think the Tim leftists Kane are wrong this about story? this. You think Tim Kaine knows this story? Well, if he knew this story, how could he possibly go before Congress and demand tighter gun laws to take guns away from the honest people? The, maybe nobody would have died. Maybe he would have fired his gun in the air and she would have come out and <laughs> dropped him like a bag of rocks. Well, here's the other thing that makes you wonder if you ever should enter a we'll gun-free never, zone. Yeah, we'll never. Yeah, exactly. I we'll would never stay know. out of gun-free zones unless you want to break the law and carry in there anyway. Well, see, here's the thing. A gun-free zone tells the criminal there's not going to be any uh, honest people in there with their guns, but right. their wallets are going to be in there and their jewelry is going to be in there. It's disgusting. Let's go to a gun-free zone and rip some people off. Your phone call's next, 454-1366, 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW, 92.7 FM. Making radio great again. The Lee Brothers. John, the Latino Lee Brother from Chesterfield. You're on AM 820 WNTW and FM 92.7 with the Lee Brothers. Welcome to the show, Brother John. Buenas tardes, uh, mis amigos. Hey. Buenas um, tardes. I, I, you know, I go back to the Sandy Hook shooting, and um, I just kind of wondered, like, does Tim Kaine believe 
that these teachers who were shielding these children with their bodies and their bodies are getting riddled with bullets saying to themselves as they're dying, I'm so glad I don't have a gun. Yeah, I, I think question. I, I think that's the, the 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 way to protect yourself is to be active in it itself. I mean, that's really the best way to do that. And I mean, John, I think you're in agreement with us that. In fact, we just had this conversation at the break. Is it time? Is it time for the law abiding to look at some of these gun free zones and say, forget it? I'm going to break the law here and carry. And we, now, we by the way, a lot of this done that. By the way, a lot of this isn't the law. It's the right of the establishment. So if an establishment says, I don't want firearms on my premise, they have a right to do that. But if you walk into that premise with a firearm, they're not going to arrest you. They're going to kick you out. And you have the right to eat somewhere else you that do. is welcome. Do. Exactly. But Welcomes you it's not just firearms. restaurants. There's all kinds of places that don't. Right. But the, the, the issue is this woman wanted to protect herself, and she's a law-abiding citizen, and now... Look what happened. Politicians are the problem here. That's the threat to your liberty. It's not the gun. It's someone who's evil with it, and it's people like Tim Kaine who don't see the real ability to, to be uh, protected as your own right to, Second Amendment. Hey, John, happy Father's Day, brother. All right, coming up, Biden cures for climate and cancer. And your phone calls, 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW, 92.7 FM. Kind, compassionate, and tolerant. Oh, wait, that's a different show. The Lee Brothers. The country wasn't built by Wall Street bankers, CEOs, and hedge fund managers. Hudge Shack, Hudge Shack. Just after 434, outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia, the Lee Brothers. Virginia citizens and American patriots, my name is Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend and my brother. Sitting to his left, sometimes his far left. Is Richard Lee. Is that dramatic enough? Sometimes. That's perfect, that's perfect. If you do it like that, it just makes us so much more powerful. Word. (laughs) Word. 454-1366, 454-1366. If we forget our founding principles, then I guess... Anything is possible. Biden and Bernie, these two guys, it's amazing what Biden has come up with the last week or so. What a great ticket that would make. Double B. Joe and, and Barry. I mean, Joe and Bernie. It, was, it sounds like a type of ice cream, doesn't it? It does. Joe Biden uh, this week said a couple things. One, he, he introduced his new climate initiative. It's going to cost $1.7 trillion. We'll play that clip for you in a second. But first, this clip, which I thought, made me almost say i'll vote for you but when it happens to you you know that's why i've uh, worked so hard in my career to make sure that uh cancer i promise you uh if i'm elected president you're going to see the single most important thing that changes america is we're going to cure cancer uh you think i'm you know you know in saying that that's a powerful thing for anyone to come out and say they're going to cure cancer. It's not just for America, it's for the planet Earth. But I didn't realize that the government was doing so much research. I thought it was like the American Cancer Society and these other groups that are doing the cancer research. I didn't realize up in Washington, in the White House, they had rooms called cancer research. 
and they're in there dangling a mouse when someone opens the door and goes, oh, and I wasn't going to inject him with this stuff. So I'm just looking at his eye. It's I an mean, incredibly good point because what Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders and much of the American left wants you to believe is that once they're in charge of this government, they're going to be able to do all these things. And government, you see, is the answer to all these things. They're it's not free it, market. It's not free people. It's not entrepreneurs. It's not great thinkers and scientists. It's government. The democratic way. <laughs> That's right. The democratic way is to say whatever it takes to get the job, and then people will forget what you promised. Man, Jim Kane ran for governor. He promised two weeks before the election there will be no tax increases in my administration. And two weeks after he was elected, he tried to push through a huge tax increase, which failed. But at least he tried. But people forget. And he, and he, and he tried when he left. Yeah. Uh, and it's a caboose budget or whatever it was. People, people Wait, forget are you these saying, things. Are you saying, so, Richard, that Biden might have overplayed his hand? You don't think he can cure cancer? I don't. I, I mean, it's, um, unless he's got a magic wand or a lot of like wizards and magicians that are real in his pocket. I mean, unless he's got a magical way about him, you know, a lot of people, conspiracy theorists say the cancer's already been cured. They just don't want to, they want to let you know because right. they're getting billions of dollars a year in donations looking for a cure for cancer. But, you know, they're doing leaps and bounds with cures. But just because someone gets elected to the White House, <laughs> doesn't there's anything. no so, way look, on this earth this president is going to cure cancer. So the, so the, the, the promises of a politician, especially the left, the left is put me in charge and I promise you things will be better. And that is instead of a politician saying, look, when I get in charge, I'm going to allow for you give you freedom to fail, to succeed. I'm not going to promise you a fake utopia. The left promises daily a massive fake utopia that everyone's going to be this and everyone's going to be that. It's not true. There is no equal outcomes. There's only misery under the left. Exactly. Bernie, Bernie, uh, you you know, uh, people going and they're going to enjoy these tax increases I'm going to put on them because I'm going to crush them like a bug under my shoe. Democrats but, have to talk, tell voters what they're going to be, be do for them. Yeah, yeah. T-Max, amazing. You know, that's, Bernie's that's going to talk tell. give us everything we need to survive, but he needs all of your money to survive, and Joe is going to cure cancer. And he wants to you know, clear, he wants to cure the climate. Here's the thing, you know, look at the way the country stands in the next election under Donald Trump and all of the things that he's accomplished, which I pray that he comes out and tells people and, and, and the network news, the drive by media, they're going to have to tell the truth about Trump and his accomplishments. And if you hate Trump, you know, you're just a hater. <laughs> you know, what people you on no, those aren't the, those I don't aren't the hate haters. anybody. They're self-proclaimed you know, tolerant. I, I don't want to waste my time, energy, and my time on this earth hating somebody. Um, Donald Trump is a phenomenal president. Get over it. Joe Biden, you're, whoever the nominee is, Joe Biden, is going to have to tell us what he's going to do to make the country better than Donald Trump 
has well, done. He's 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 on his path for that. I mean, he's and curing cancer is the only thing he's got. Well, I, that's a that's a big one. I yeah. Mean, I mean, I'm sure there's someone out there going, "Oh my gosh, I, ju- I was just diagnosed. I've got to vote for this guy. He's got to win." Here's something else he did. He promises a 1.7 trillion spend on climate. He had a video. This is the, the the picture he painted. Listen to this. If we take drastic action right now to address the climate disaster facing the nation and our world, more severe storms and droughts, rising sea levels, warming temperatures, shrinking snow cover and ice sheets, it's already happening. And science tells us that how we act or fail to act in the next 12 years will determine the very livability of our planet. Livability that, of no, our man, planet. No, man, that's Cortez. That's oh, no, no, no. That's, he bought into that. OAC telling you what's going to happen in the next 12 years. We're all going to die. So just, you know, spend your money, have a good time, party hard, because in 12 years, we're all toast. Now, listen According to this. According to AOC, unless... We do something, but... Do something drastic. So Biden is making the claim that we have to do something because of the ice in some Antarctic place. Then, in the same video... He says this. Listen to this. Unbelievable. But the United States only accounts for 15% of global carbon emissions. The rest of the world has to step up as well. Wait, wait. So how are we going to make them do it? We're going to put our Navy in their ports and go step up right now. You know what's interesting about that? Uh, well, this is what you and I have said forever. We aren't the problem. No, we're not the problem. America is only 15% by Joe Biden's definition. And we his have- self-proclaimed th- thought on, on climate 15, not 550, 15. We are the largest economy in America on the planet. We're the best country on the planet. We only have 15%. What are you liberals mad at us about? I think we're doing a phenomenal job at controlling things. Look at the other countries. And what are we going to do to make China, for instance? You know, when you fly into China, you fly into an amber sky. And that's not a romantic thing. I mean, that's <laughs> dirt in the air. That's the way it is in China. Joe Biden goes further. Listen again. But the United States only accounts for 15 percent of global carbon emissions. The rest of the world has to step up as well. So on day one, I will immediately rejoin the Paris Climate Accord. You know what that is? That's an it, that the is climate idiotic. Accord is, is us spending all of our money and doing all these things, and they do nothing. It's hundreds of billions of dollars that you you put in there. It's your tax dollars, hundreds of billions. Donald Trump took one look at it and said, "Hey." How come we're putting in hundreds of billions and other countries aren't putting in a penny? And Biden wants back into that? It's the Paris Accords. It should be the hose job accord. (laughs) Let's screw America because that's who's getting nailed. And Donald Trump saved us from that. I would play this clip if I was running against Biden. We're only 15% of the the world's uh, negative climate. We, We should do squat. We should do nothing else different. We're only 15%. Why are we talking about this every second? Why do we have the Pentagon looking into seawater level rise? This is absurd. We are the best country on the planet. We're the cleanest. We aren't the problem. It's these other cesspool, horrible countries who are dumping their crap in the ocean. And somehow the left makes us feel guilty about it. I've had it with that. China. How, how are you, When China comes down to 15%, then I would say, yeah, America is still 15% and China's 15%. That never happened. We would have to lower down to, what, 5%? Right now, 
China is a huge problem. Russia is a problem. So many countries are All the are African countries. All this, this, here, here's, the, here's the point. They have waste I just want the in the left. ocean. That's fine. I'd love the left to stop trashing, and I, I use that word because it fits their climate agenda, trashing America. You know, I'm sick of being told America's racist. I'm sick of being told America isn't, is full of hate. I'm sick of being told that America throws straws in the ocean. America is the best country for all those things. We're the least racist country on the planet. We are the cleanest country on the planet. And Joe Biden just promised $1.7 trillion of your money to do what? We're already the best out there. We can't get any better. And by his own admission, we're only 15%. I've had it with you left. You guys are wrong. You're dead wrong. Stop arguing and ar- go over there. Go to another country and, and harass them. And if you're a Democratic candidate and you want to win, possibly win in your election, be upbeat and positive. Stop the race baiting. St- and the climate Stop crap. Stop the hate. Stop the climate crap. Tell people what you're going to do to make it a better country than the way it is right now. And put do it with a smile on your face. Be happy. Cut this hating crap. So many people are so negative. You just hate to be around them. You yeah, call them up. Be, hey, how are you doing? Well, my car wouldn't start this morning. I got bit by a dog. There's a fly. Who do you talk cruising to? Cruising around my kitchen, and I got stung Maybe by you gotta a change your friends. Hang out with you me. Life, life is sucking. How about with you? Your life's sucking? No, my life's great. All right, coming up, Bernie Sanders. Trust him. He says you're going to delight in paying more taxes. That's next. Lee Brothers. And your phone calls, by the way, 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW, 92.7 FM. The Lee Brothers, practicing the First Amendment and using the Second, only when necessary. 820 WNTW. The science of climate change is leaping out at us like a scene from a 3D movie. Wait a minute, what? A but 3D movie leaping out? That's, it's leaping out at us. He's leaping out at me? What is he? It's leaping out at us like a scene from a 3D movie, it's man. It's a really bad metaphor. Take out the papers and the trash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you open for spending cash? Good memory there of uh, Miss old Doc Thompson. Doc Thompson. I can't believe he's gone. Look, okay, it's still unbelievable. Takes my breath away to think about him being gone. And, you know, it's interesting. We talked about that this morning. It's yeah. a little hard to believe. Unbelievable how things change. We'll see so him quickly. again one day. I just wish so, he was here now. So Bernie Sanders um, is convinced that government is the best answer to everything. Everything. I mean, and, and if you, you would embrace it, because once you pay more taxes, you're going to like what the federal government does for you. Now, I find this on its face. Just, I mean, it's laughable. And our, I guess our country is like, has, has so much confidence in the federal government. They've, they failed to look around and maybe they haven't been to the post office or the DMV lately. Anyway, here is, uh, <laughs> here, here's Bernie Sanders. But I suspect that a lot of people in this country would be delighted to pay more in taxes if they had health, if they had uh, comprehensive health care as a human right. I live. Isn't that like an oxymoron? Delighted to pay more taxes. That doesn't make sense. Nobody's going to be delighted to pay more taxes other than people who aren't paying any taxes anyway and are getting all the benefits of Bernie Sanders' government sucking the money out of our pockets. 
I'm sure there are a group of people, since 48% of Americans don't even pay a federal income tax. That's, what I, that's exactly I'm, I'm right. I'm sure there's a group of people who probably think, man, if I could just get free health care. Now, you must understand, there, it is possible to give you free health care. The question is, does it matter to you what kind of quality it is? I mean, it's a legitimate question. If it's free and paid for by the government, what kind of quality do you think you're going to get? Now, I don't, maybe you don't care about quality. Maybe you think it doesn't matter. You think it's all going to be the same. I don't know how many socialist companies you, or countries you've been to. Uh, I will point to the VA, and you can talk to people who go to the VA and ask them how their free health care is. I think you'll find it a travesty and a train wreck. Uh, we've been talking about this in this country now for 10 years, about how VAs aren't, aren't good. They're not taking care of the, the patients. VAs should be phenomenal. Should be phenomenal health care for our veterans. the reason they're not is because they're not in a free market competitive environment. Now, if you want if you want free health care, everyone puts all this money in a pot, you're supposed to celebrate the fact that you're doing it, you are going to get absolutely horrendous service that's free. You will find that it is not what you want. Now, you may say, well, right now it sucks. Well, I would tell you that it sucks because government's involved in it. That's why it sucks. That's what's wrong. I know, I, I know a lot of doctors personally. Um, I have a lot that are friends, and they'll tell you straight up behind closed doors, this sucks. Right. Back when they had to ask you all those questions, I, got, I, I saw a list of questions that the, the doctor's office is supposed to sit down and have you answer. And not one of them was based on healthcare. Now, one of them was based on, Come on I'd find that my health or your health or anybody else's health. You know, questions like, do you have a firearm at home? <clears throat> What's it have to do with? And you write by the side. Uh, why don't you ask me how many I have at home? Right, right. So there, there's this. There's something happened in our country. We talked about losing the ideas of our founding principles. Something has happened in our country that we actually think. That if we give money to this far off and this place called the federal government, that it will help you in Midlothian. It will help you in Hanover. It'll help you in Short Pump. That is the most asinine thing you can possibly imagine. If you are a leftist big government type, you certainly shouldn't want that big government found in D.C. You should want that government found in Richmond. That's why I've always said, embrace federalism. It's better for you big government elitist types, you, you big socialist types, because then it's closer to home and you can actually go talk to your local House of Delegates and your right. state senator. If you send this money to Bernie and he's smiling up there saying, hey, you ought to like this. You ought to thank me for it. Look at all the things I'm doing for you. That is a despot king, tyrannical, who gets to decide what your life is in Midlothian. You think that is a positive I don't care what it is, from health care to food, that's a, that's a disaster. Our founders knew that. That's why the, the federal government's enumerated. You can only do these 19 things, and none of them include health care. Yeah, not only that. Let's say everybody decided this is a good thing. We're all going to pile this money in. How much of that money do you think would be going over here or over there? To things that have nothing to do exactly. with health care. Exactly. You nothing lose control. Nothing to do with health care. They'd be taking a hunk out and sending it down to the schools. The LGBT which would school. never help the students. They'd take a hunk out and send it over here right. for local areas, roads. Of course. I it, mean, you trust the federal government? Who's doing that? Who's that's insane. Who's trusting the Bernie Sanders of the world to run your health care? 
Are you kidding me? Show he me actually a, thinks I'm going to be happy sending the federal government money so I can get something for free? Show me a socialist nation that survived. Show me one right. that survived and prospered. You, you can't do it. It, it doesn't exist. And Bernie's full of dinosaur dung because he was around when they walked here. <laughs> <laughs> he's, right. he's full of it. <laughs> exactly. That's that was a sound Bernie made when someone stepped on his foot. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. Our version of the Federalist Papers without all the reading. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. Virginia. Virginia is the home of freedom and liberty. The, the, the Bill of Rights, uh, George Mason, Washington, Thomas Jefferson, great thinkers about liberty. You know, it's also the home of socialists. Delegate Lee Carter defended his seat this week. That's scary. He beat a, the Manassas City Councilman Wolf up in Northern Virginia and the Democratic nominee. He is a self-proclaimed socialist and won in the Democratic primary. Again, he's currently a House of Delegates member. Here's what he said. If anything has gotten more popular since 2017, he said, I'm having a lot fewer conversations about the word socialist means and more conversations about what it'll look like from a day-to-day basis and to have that sort of economy. Wow. Well, I'd like to hear what his definition of socialism is because to win in that primary in the great state of Virginia, you know, we, we've got so much bad press over the last year with our governor, lieutenant governor, our attorney general, everybody, you know, right. it's scary. And they, they put a, a scar on the state of Virginia. It's still the greatest state in the country. 454-1366, 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. Some are horrible people, horrible human beings. Who cares? And other cars sounds like some type of cleaner. And other cars that want a pay raise. That's a great idea, isn't it? Let's give Congress a pay raise. And a congressional candidate here in Virginia is a self-professing pedophile. Here we go again. Virginia is making national news, I'm sure. And and fathers anything right. Fathers, the key. To civilization. That's so next. successful planet. Virginia citizens and American patriots radio as the founding fathers intended. The Lee Brothers, my name is Scott Lee. I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us. It's, it's a beautiful Friday afternoon. It's so cool, so refreshing. And we'll put the top down, headed home, and ride in the convertible. Tomorrow's going to be 83, which isn't too bad, but 90's coming back on Sunday. It's like we're having a little bit of I'm normal spring-type weather here in June. Love it. When we had August weather back in May, it's it's kind of crazy. It's uh, global warming and cooling all together in one, and I kind of like that. 454-1366. Phone lines are open on this Friday afternoon on your drive home just after 5 o'clock outside the Capitol. 454-1366. It's, it, it's really simple. It's common sense it's proven history and proven fact fathers Rock. intact raising kids married 
make a productive, healthy society in more ways than we can even imagine as men. If, you, if we were to father kids and immediately take off in every single household in America, America would be like, I don't know, Mad Max or something. It would be crazy out there. That we have a very positive is, effect. That is an amazing statement because it's true, and we're royal. You know, we and, should be treated as royalty because of it. Sure, that's where a, is that's my where we're crown? Going with this. That's of course where we're going with. I'm this, gonna right? get crowned for saying this, but uh, I'm kidding, ladies. I'm just kidding. Let, let's it, it let's takes be both. Let, let's seriously consider, united. Seriously consider for a second the crisis in our country, according to the Census Bureau. Nearly 20 million children will live without a father in the home. So there is this thing called the father factor that nearly all the societal ills of our country can be directly related to. Did you now, uh, now, just coin I, that phrase, father factor? That's yeah, I just cool. came up with it. I like it. So, so think, about, up with it. think about the seriousness of that. And on this Father's Day weekend, when we begin to honor fathers, it should be a reflection, a mirror that men look into and think, man, this is a heavy, serious responsibility I have. And I need to take it and enjoy it and, and do what's right by, by my son. You know, every time I, I have to make a tough decision, I think, what would dad do? Right, exactly. And, and there's, there's the answer. I have the right answer. Imagine not the being right able to say decision that. decision there. Right. And uh, that's exactly what I do. Okay, what would Dad do? And now, that's imagine not saying decisions. that. Imagine yeah. not having to say. So, research shows when a child is raised in a father absent home, they're impacted in a number of ways. Listen to these stats. If you, the stats prove, if there is no father in the home, you are four times greater risk of poverty. You are, as a teen, seven times more likely to become pregnant as a teen. You're more likely to have behavioral problems. You're more likely to face abuse and neglect if you're in a fatherless home. You're two times greater risk of infant mortality, mom-child health, that is. You're more likely to abuse drugs and alcohol. Without a father in the house, you're more likely to go to prison. Without a child, uh, father in the house, listen, this was a, this one, I didn't know this, two times more likely to suffer obesity. If you don't have a father in the home, you're more likely to commit a crime, and you're two times more likely to drop out of high school. Fatherhood is absolutely critical to a healthy civilization. These are simple principles. And they are unarguable. Time. Being a father is the greatest thing on earth. Ha having a child to look up to you, to, to, that wants to learn from you, that wants to aspire to be you, that's it's an amazing burden. feeling. So if this is true, if all these stats are true and we look and see that fathers matter, that this Father's Day is important to a civilization, 
If we can recognize these simple facts, wouldn't it make sense that we do everything as a culture, a people, and a government to support intact, fully formed and functional fathers? Why wouldn't we as a culture say, where's the father pride flag? Why wouldn't we fly the father pride flag over our embassy? Why wouldn't we say, no, this is a healthy civilization, a mother and a father raising kids to be moral productive. It is proven to be the best way to have a healthy society. Then there's men's and women's restrooms and locker rooms. These things work. Why wouldn't we want a government policy or even a government position, not a policy, but to hold the position that, yes, fathers make a family. They impact you. The stats are real. Why do I feel like we don't have the support of our culture, of our society, of our government? Why is it a fight against the very things we know work? Why is it a fight to be a good father? Why is it a fight to say, Fathers work. Civilization works because of it. It seems like everything that is good, true, and right is we fight against daily. The press, the media, our culture, our professors, our college universities, our presidents, our politicians, our government is constantly fighting against the things that work. That is scary. How can a society survive if the family breaks down? I told a story about going to uh, Disney World uh, this uh, a month or two ago over spring break. You didn't invite me. I, just uh, I took. I only, that. I only took uh, my oldest. I would have gone. So. I would have gone, but you wouldn't let me. So it's okay. It's all right. It's no bit. It's, I, you know, I didn't. Yeah, you're having a hard it time. It didn't bother over. me a bit. Not at all. You got any tissues in there, Mark? So I, I noticed. I was okay with it. I noticed. I complained about the crowds, the cost, all that, but I noticed something. Because you're a whiner. That gave me hope. Families. It was packed full of moms and dads and kids. Although culture attacks it, although our society and our government attacks the idea of the family, it still is the foundation of civilization, and everyone knows it. This is not... Some kind of lie, it is the truth. And the truth will always win, and the truth shall set you free. Ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Your phone call's next, 454-1366, 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820, WNTW 92.7 FM. Kind, compassionate, and tolerant. Oh, wait, that's a different show. The Lee Brothers. Everybody was kung fu fighting. <laughs> Happy Father's Day, Richard. Happy Father's Day, my brother. Happy Father's Day. You're a good dad, by the way. I just want to tell you that. Thank you. You are, too. You're phenomenal. You're a good brother half the time. But a phenomenal father all the time. I complimented you, and you had to insult No, me. I didn't insult you. I was trying to be honest. These are things, this is an honest conversation. Wrong, we no, you have not ever done me wrong, ever. Uh, that is true. And I never would. Well, we have to define what you mean by done wrong. You're, but you've never done wrong, but you've enjoyed, at my expense, my pain and suffering from time to time. Oh, shut up. No, it's I just, true. I'm I, just That's not kidding. I'm, I wasn't, but it scarred me just a little. I just want you okay. to know. 
Anyway. Well, then I did what I said. <laughs> exactly. Hope you're a scar for life if we're lucky. Um, that was a goal. Nathan Larson. He's a 37-year-old accountant from Charles, uh, Charlottesville, uh, Virginia. He's running for Congress as an independent candidate. He's also a pedophile. Now, a pedophile. He bragged about it on web posts. Also bragged about raping his ex-wife. He's a real stand-up guy. Here's the thing. A, a sex offender and a pedophile are two different things. A sex offender will do his sex offending thing right now. He'll find, if he's going to attack a child, Why he'll find the child, he'll do the child, do what he's going to do to the child. And that's a sex offender. They just do it on impulse. A pedophile will get to know you and your family and, you know, they'll make your kids or whoever comfortable with that person. And then, you know, they might spend years getting comfortable with this whoever is, their is, target is. Why am I uncomfortable with this, this and, conversation? And that this is, is unbelievable. That is sick. I mean, you know, they're both sickos. But a pedophile is a very dangerous individual. Yep. You know, so, you know sex offender is but, too, but the but, pedophile is very dangerous. But he's running for Congress. I mean, yeah, we need a new category. Yeah, up we there, do. You know? I mean, absolutely. Let's put all the pedophiles over here pedophile? on the left. Is there a pedophile uh, flag? I mean, maybe we can hoist uh, up on the beside underneath the American flag. Do pedophiles have rights? Don't we have of a? Of course, a group? they have the same rights. Pedophile. As else. Yeah, I'm just wondering if it's anyway. I don't see them protesting. We're pedophiles, and we want more rights. That could be coming. Nathan Larson confirmed that he created these now defunct websites. There were chat rooms that served as gathering places for pedophiles and violence-minded misogynists. Wow. Like he claims he is. He said, quote, a lot of people are tired of political correctness and being constrained by it. Really? So you think being a pedophile is just political correctness? No. Are you kidding me? Telling people you're a pedophile is not politically correct, no, no. especially if you're running for office. However, no. it's good. Maybe it's- some others will come out and go. I'm coming out the closet. I'm a pedophile, too. But I doubt it. Does it matter who you love? Oh, everybody's got to love. Love. Hey, love love is love. I heard that statement last week. Love is love. Can we really condemn this pedophile? He's just loving. Why can't he love? You know, he's not loving. Of course not. Love is the greatest gift. Of course Given not. Given to us by God. Of course not. Um, but we hear all the time that you can't judge people God by who they is love. love. Do we not hear this? You can't judge people by who you love? You, we hear this all the time. I'm going to tell you right now, I can judge this guy for who he loves. This is this guy's a freak show. He went on to say, quote, people prefer when they're an outsider who doesn't have anything to lose and is willing to say what's on a lot of people's minds. Okay, I got something on my mind. You are a sick, twisted freak, Nathan Larson. You're running for Congress as a self-proclaimed pedophile. He ran. What did he run for before? Uh, he ran for, um, I believe it was uh, state delegate. And he got two percent of the vote. Yeah. Now that that's scary. That is scary. He <laughs> got two percent of the vote. Two percent of the I'm people. I'm sorry. He ran for Congress in 2008. Two um, percent of the people would vote to put a pedophile in Congress. Uh, apparently, or they didn't know. I find it hard to believe he didn't know. come out and announce by the way yeah he first ran for congress i want to meet your family in the same district in 2008 and he was described as an anarcho-capitalist which i don't 
I guess he's an anti-government capitalist. I guess if you combine those two, he says the same year he wrote a letter to Secret Service threatening to kill Obama, <laughs> which landed him in federal prison for 14 months, <laughs> which, by the way, barred him from seeking public office in Virginia. So but in 2016, Terry McAuliffe restored voting rights to uh, felons by the thousands with a stroke of a pen, which allowed this guy to run for state office. In 2017, he ran for Virginia's House of Delegates and had less than 2% of the vote, which is to your point, Richard, how did he get 2%? Secret Service should get a list, I don't guess they can, of everybody who voted for this guy, and they should probably pay them a visit. Because either they're just dumb as a rock, they got in the polling booth and didn't know anything about anybody and said, eeny, meeny, miny, (laughs) moe, let's give the pedophile the vote. I mean, they obviously, I can't believe anyone, even someone dumb as a rock, would vote hey, I mean, for yeah. a pedophile to go to Congress. Sure. It's, it's interesting. He was asked, by the way, what his constituents would think about his pedophile writings and his background. His answer, quote, people are open-minded. <laughs> people are open-minded. Uh, <laughs> wow. You know what? This should be a parody. But it's true. It should, it's real it should, life. It should be a parody. Welcome to the United States of America. Believable. We are not in a position in our country to say what is right and wrong anymore. Look, he's just, this is his inclination. This is the way he feels he should be. And who are we? Who are we to say it's wrong? We're being judgmental. Four, five, you know, I'll show you judgmental. Four, Let five, that four, guy right. Say hi to my kids. Four five four thirteen sixty six. Lee Brothers eight twenty W. I'd be going to jail. Ninety two point seven FM. Representing the end of political correctness. It's the Lee Brothers. I think we have to rethink how we define what constitutes a successful economy. Was he drunk? Joe Biden might be the uh, the, the, the gift to us. This could be fun. Joe He'll Biden. give us a lot to talk about. He oh, already he sure does. will. He already does. He's the gift that keeps on giving <laughs> all, all year, year round. That's great. All right, hey, check us out, WNTWTheAnswer.com, WNTWTheAnswer.com. Click there, takes you right to, uh, click on us, takes you to our page. There we archive our shows, list of uh, Lee Brother paraphernalia, which I believe is a bumper sticker. It's the extent of our paraphernalia. And um, a couple of links to things. One is this big tech is big brother. If you haven't seen this video, I'm telling you, we. I, I used to be concerned about the government uh, and their uh, tyrannical ways, but big tech, this is scary stuff. Check it out at WNTWTheAnswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers, takes you to our page. And the number one target from the media, you kind of think, what, who's the number one target? In the media? You know who it is? It's conservative women because you don't exist. There are no conservative women. There's only liberal women. I saw today that the... Uh, the biggest growth in socialist thinking is among women. You know what? The happiest women in America, by a poll taken by three college professors, they're women. They're women. They are. I mean, they're Republican, conservative, Christian women. They're the happiest women in America. I believe that. And, for, and by the way, there's a reason behind that, and we won't get into those details, but there is, and everyone knows what that might be. And at WNTWTheAnswer.com, click on the Lee Brothers, takes you to a heartbeat, heartbeat with a question mark. Check that out. Heartbeat. I think you'll find it interesting. All right, coming up, uh, Kristen Gildebrand, she is the senator from New York, says if you're pro-life, it's like being a racist. Uh, could that, you not? That is so it's stupid. Unbelievable. And uh, Ocasio-Cortez, AOC for short, 
That woman's. She makes $174,000 a year, and she's ticked off. She didn't get a $4,500 raise. And she said, quote, it's not even like a raise. (laughs) That that woman's a a nut job. All right, check us out. Uh, 820, the answer, or WNTWTheAnswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. Phone calls next, 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 820, WNTW, 92.7. Zero diversity, complete intolerance, and a total lack of fairness. It's the Lee Brothers. Just after 534, outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia, the Lee Brothers, Virginia citizens, and American patriots. My name's Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend, and my brother sitting to my left. Sometimes his far left is Richard Lee. Someone has to sit there because <laughs> there are no chairs but on you, the other side. It used to be, though, it wasn't a sitting position. Oh, it was give a me political a break. You position. know you're so wrong. Okay. You know that. Look, I think I you think, know uh, that. I think our history speaks, speaks volumes. Sorry. Bunk. Mm-hmm. For lack of a better term that's legally yeah, able to use on the air. Bunk's a great. It's bunk a, is a good a, word. It's an intellectual word, really. They use it many places. Actually, actually nowhere. What but in the world was that? That was the word you can't say. Didn't, I just wanted know? to make sure that my pacemaker wasn't going on. <laughs> <laughs> you, you would have felt it, too. All right, phone no. lines are open. No, four five four thirteen sixty six four five four thirteen sixty six. There is a cultural change that is going to seem to be to the positive. Uh, the pro life movement is, is 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 gaining for for a number of reasons. One, the movie Unplanned Help, but I think people are finally starting to wake up and go, "My gosh, technology is so unbelievable. We can see what's in the womb. We can see what's happening." And it's a travesty what uh, Illinois just did, which essentially makes uh, partial birth abortion now legal. In Illinois, they are, um, that's the pushback. So you get this pro-life momentum, it seems. Then you have the other side, which is which is greatly uh, committed to the idea of not choice, because that's not what this is. They're, they're committed to something much more, if I dare say, heinous. Par- partial birth abortion, that's late term. The baby's born. It's not partial birth. The child is born. No, wait. It's it's partially born. Okay. They they draw enough of the baby out, out to, to kill, kill it. it. Yeah. So it's it's just. And an, sometimes they not, have the entire birth. child there, but they go on and kill it. It's it's killing a baby. At that those late stages, it's killing a child. Whether you want to, and everyone put it that, that way. You want to word it that. that way. Sure. You know, so many of these. Agencies are saying you can't use this word, you can't use that word. The bottom line is you're killing a, a, a child. Right. So the debate is becoming quite heated. And I would say it's quite heated on the left because now they are reaching so far to make it almost about choice that they're they're saying some crazy things. Kristen Gildebrand, who is the senator from New York running for president, compared pro-life beliefs to racism and suggested that the pro-life viewpoint, get this, is not even acceptable in the political debate anymore. So there's a whole new race of, of pro-abortionists? I mean, that's a new race? It's, it's racist. 
How can it's, you it's be com- racist no, against? Com- she's comparing it to racism. In fact, I know, she, but it's not. It's there's no comparison there. I would agree with you, but here's her. Here's her own works. Listen to this. I think there's some issues that are have such moral clarity that we have as a society decided that the other side is not acceptable. Imagine saying. Isn't that funny? I love how that starts out. There are some issues that you know just they're no longer acceptable. She's talking about pro-life position. She tries to clarify. Continue. I think there's some issues that are have such moral clarity that we have as a society decided that the other side is not acceptable. Imagine saying um, that it's okay to appoint a judge who's racist or anti-Semitic. Or and where is that happening, by the how way? Does it have, uh, and, uh, and how does that have anything to do with abortion? She's has getting there. nothing to do. She's getting there. But isn't it interesting that the left always argues with someone who is not arguing no when, one when is did saying we that. appoint the last racist judge? Or, or anti-Semitic judge. Yeah. When did that happen? And, and who is this judge? And why is he still a judge? <laughs> exactly. Homophobic. Oh, um, a homophobic telling, judge. Uh, asking someone to appoint someone who takes away basic human rights of any group of people in America. And, and where is that happening? Is there a judge who's taken away basic human rights of anyone in America? The, no. the left is arguing with people who aren't even arguing. They're looking around and going, who, who are we talking about here? The left wants to take away the human rights of the unborn child. Well, that, that is true. As simple as that. That's Once true. there's a heartbeat, several states have passed laws now. When there's a heartbeat, you cannot abort the child. Right. So she continues. I think that we are, we've, we've, I don't think those are political issues anymore. And we believe in this country in the separation of church and state. And I respect the rights of, of every American. No, you don't. No, hang on a second. Hang on a second. No, you do not respect the, the thoughts of every American. How about American. the rights of the child, the unborn child? And so now the pro-life position is a religious position? Are you sure? Praise you mean, the Lord. You mean to tell me there are people... Who hold the that 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 hold the pro life position? They're only Christians. They're only Catholics. Does that mean that people who are not pro life can't be part of any religion? They don't. They don't believe in. Is that what she's saying? Is she saying that uh, someone who isn't a Christian or isn't Catholic can't hold a pro life position by by science, by observing, by logic? That's interesting. Continue, please. Gilda Brandt, the senator from New York, running for president. Religious beliefs true to themselves. But our country and our Constitution has always demanded that we have a separation of church and state. And all these efforts by President Trump and other ultra-radical conservative judges and justices to impose their faith on Americans is... What is that? Impose their faith on Americans. Where is that happening? Where is that happening? So in other words, pro-life people are a religion all to itself. Number one, and we're forcing our beliefs on Americans. And the separation of church and state, find it in a in a document from the you won't find it anywhere. No, it's not in, in the, the Constitution. Con- it's not in the Constitution. Right. It's not Bill it's it's nowhere to be found other than a letter written by Thomas Jefferson. So the separation of church and state it's, find well, it's it irrelevant somewhere. here. It has nothing what's to interesting do with is, this. What's interesting, I love how the left always says, you're imposing your religious views. And in, 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 in the context of this, it's your pro-life views. Why is it that you're not imposing your pro-choice views, your religious anti-God views? Why is it not you imposing your views? So only you can impose your views, but we can't impose our views? This you, woman, you see how seeing that is? This woman is bilingual. She speaks English and gibberish. 
that's and that's a talent. gibberish because that's, that's a talented language. It's hard to learn. <laughs> Contrary to our Constitution, and that that's what this is. And so I believe that for all Contrary of these to issues, the Constitution. Um, they- Wait a minute. Contrary to the Constitution. Uh, it's unbelievable. Yeah. How is it contrary to the Constitution? It's not. You're exactly right. Hey, uh, that, this woman needs to read the Constitution. Well, that would get in the way. She'll have an oops moment. She'll have uh, oops. <laughs> she continues. And so I believe that for all of these issues, um, they um, are not issues that there is a fair other side. There is no moral equivalency when you come to racism. And what? I do not believe there's a moral equivalency when it comes to changing laws that deny women reproductive freedom. Okay, I got it. Okay, so, so she's combined racism with reproductive freedom. Yep. Reproductive freedom love that name, is, is a term that they have coined that's just so wrong it's so, it, and so sad that we allow this crap to happen in this country. Racism and reproductive freedom are now one and the same? Yeah, she's simply comparing pro-life principles and beliefs to racism and saying racism is no longer allowed in this country and pro-life positions shouldn't be no longer allowed in this country. You know, that's so— Because it's, it's racist. Because, well, I don't know if she's saying that necessarily. She's just saying, it, you know, if, if we don't allow racism anymore— uh, and she's comparing the outrage against racism to the outrage against the pro-life position. We don't let people text and drive anymore either. How does what? how does that? Uh, we don't. How don't does that have I, anything to do with? I don't know if that helps. She's combining things. I think it's interesting that how how radical it seems by the left to assume that a pro-life position is is that much of a problem for why why, why can't the pro-choice position at least see the the compassion the the uh the the heart of the pro-life position they actually want to make it an evil position when actually it should be the actual natural default of all people to be pro-life and yet somehow it is turned that since i'm pro-life i have some sort of animosity or hatred or anger and in fact I don't have that view of them. I don't have this a complete animosity and hate for them. Actually, I try to show them that this is my position. I would welcome you to join it based upon what I see. But they, the left has done an amazing job of painting the, the, the conservatives as not as just evil. wrong. Not we're just evil. wrong. But we're, we're exactly. It's not that we're just wrong on a policy, but we're evil because of it. And since we're evil because of it, then anything is is allowed and permissible to defeat us. How Do you see how a, bad that is for society? A reproductive right. Women, you have the right to re- reproduce. And once you exercise that right, you got to see it through to the end. It's That's your reproductive right. Nobody's going to step in and stop you from reproducing. <laughs> Nobody's going to say, where are you going, honey? You're not reproducing. Not. I mean, reproductive rights, you have the right to reproduce. Good. And point. you're going to see it through till the end. All right, coming up, AOC wants a pay raise. And doesn't everyone feel better if our congressman just got paid more? Wouldn't that, They're doing their job right. Okay, maybe not. 454-1366. 454. Maybe if they didn't suck. 1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. Scott and Richard Lee. 
the circus clowns of talk radio on 820 WNTW. You know, you don't have to spend much time in Washington to appreciate the prophetic vision of the man who designed all the streets there. They go in circles. Birds eye view. Awake the stars because they are all around you. Wide eyes will always There's way. There's way too much emphasis on the federal government. And to the point where all of our conversations are about what the federal government is doing. The, the fact is, this government that is in Washington, D.C., has control of nearly every single aspect of our lives. Whether you're living in Chesapeake, Suffolk, Williamsburg, Midlothian, Petersburg, Hopewell, uh, Short Pump, the idea that there are 435 strangers and 100 others that are called senators making a decision on the water you can flush in your toilet in your home is so beyond what Madison had in mind, it, it, he wouldn't even recognize it. None of our founders would. And America has been sucked into this. We actually think that every decision should be made by the presidential candidates, including we played on this show a couple of weeks ago about this, this pizza question. Do you believe that kids should be eating pizza, frozen pizza? And I mean, how covers all of the major food groups? How insane! We've lost our mind. There's plenty of money in this world. There's plenty of money in this country. It's just in the wrong hands. Thank you, Mayor De Blasio. A lot of people that think that. So now, it, it, I'm not shocked that the audacity of these 435 members of Congress should think they get a pay raise. I mean, they haven't had a, ladies and gentlemen, they haven't had a cost of living adjustment in nine years. But they have so much. They're, they're you know, their their salary is what, $175,000, $174,000 yeah, a year. But there's so many other things that come with that. Yeah. So many other things. It, it's a whole lot more than just the base salary. So, you know, they, if they were doing a phenomenal job, I would think most Americans would be saying, Wow, these people de- deserve a, a pay raise for, for the work they're doing up there. And life here is so much better because of these mm, scumbags that, that we put in office. I don't even know about that. What I would do is I'd say, yo, you think you're getting paid too much for the amount of work? I'll tell you what, let's make you a part-time legislature. We'll send you home for six months. Or, yeah, that's a good idea. Or here's an yeah. idea. Send a camera crew around with one of the legislators. Follow them around for a month. They the, would work the, so hard for a month. They get so much done in a month's time, so much harder than they do now. I just find it interesting that... Do it secretly, you find them... That AOC... Not doing so much. ...who was making nothing, now making $174,000 a year or living in Washington, D.C. And is mad about that. Is complaining about it. Here's what she said. She wanted a $4,500 raise, mind you. Okay, so it's not like it's... Um, going to change her lifestyle. But for $4,500, she said, quote, so it may be politically convenient and it may make you look good in the short term for saying, oh, we're not voting for pay increases, but we should be fighting for pay. Listen to how she worked. This is how insane this girl is. We should be fighting for pay increases for every American worker. So immediately she puts herself in the terms of an American worker. Like she's yeah, like out she, there working. Lady, so we should all get $4,500 a year uh, pay okay. increases? Uh, yeah, we should. I'd be tickled 
literally today. <laughs> now, wait a $4,500 pay increase. Um, does she realize that she really adds no value? She doesn't spur on the economy. She's not hired by an employer. She is paid more by the taxpayers of the country. Uh, and, what, and, you know, I'd love to dig into what she's actually accomplished since she's been elected. Because I'd be willing to bet it isn't squat. Other than to tell us all, in 12 years, we're all going to die. Well, that's something. The planet's going to implode in 12 years. That's something. I mean, you can't get upset At with least that. it's not going to boil over like Obama. <laughs> it might do that. That'd be a lot better than... All right, so she says... She says we we should be fighting for pay for er, pay increases for every American. We should be fighting for a fifteen dollar minimum wage pegged to inflation, so that everybody in the United States with a salary with a wage gets a cost of living increase. So you're comparing. Okay, I'll tell you what. Let's go to fifteen dollar minimum wage. We'll pay you fifteen dollars an hour. AOC, that sounds like a good deal. Then she does. Since she says this, members of Congress. Retail workers and everybody should get a cost of living increase to accommodate their changes in the economy. The economy has improved dramatically since Trump has taken office. So based on that, some people would probably get a pay cut. I love the she word. She wants to pay $10 for a quarter pounder with cheese. I think it's interesting when the left uses the word should. I was going to, that's interesting. They should. So, okay. They should, but since you're running the government, you don't want a should. You want a demand. You want actually some law or bill to implement the should. It's for one thing for you to say, I, I, I think they should get a pay raise. It's an entire other thing to say, I want to implement a program that mandates it. I mean, and exactly. by the way, how do you know they should? Are you working there beside them every day? How do you know they should get a pay raise? This is the land of free enterprise. You know, people aspire to be right. more than, than than they are. They'll open a business. They'll work hard at their business. They'll grow their business. Of course, they didn't grow that business. The Democratic Party grew that business. But now the government's going to step in and tell this employer, you are going to pay and her mind, your employers, yes. your employees, $15 an hour, whether they suck at life or phenomenal. And they're going to get pay increases based on cost of living, the economy, the government's going to decide what that is, and they're going to dictate to you, the business owner who has busted his butt to build his business this, to have a better life. This is what I'm saying. The American dream. We have now accepted this in our culture and society. We now look to the federal government for $15 minimum wage instead of working for your employer and making it happen. It's preposterous, I tell you. They're not and Madison would roll that. over in his grave. They're not going to pass that. What? The pay they, increase? Yeah. It's already dead. It's just funny how they tried. Well, they're going to try again, but it's, it's going to die. 454-1366. Like 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. And that's a wrap. But it's not a $10 cheeseburger wrap. Well, that's because we don't have $15 minimum wage yet. Exactly so right. Thing. And we're thankful. We're very thankful for that. All right. I found a new governor that is my uh, huge, uh, huge fan of. Texas Governor Greg Abbott signed a bill protecting free speech, allowing beer delivery, and banning red light cameras in Texas. Pretty cool guy. I mean, compare this guy to Ralphie or Ralph, Ralphie Northam. See, if you moved to Texas, it would save you a ton of money. He also the had a red light camera ban. 
They also say the bill. <laughs> That's not even close to reality. It's true. Nor funny, actually. It's so true. Uh, he also signed a bill defending Chick Fil A. It's called the Defense of Chick Fil A Bill. I, it, it's Defense of Chick Fil A yeah. Bill. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I know. I love this. Guy. That's that's free Texas advertising government. at its best. All right. Yeah. No kidding. Hey, check us out. Eight or WNTW the answer. WNTW the answer dot com. Click on the Lee Brothers. It takes you to our page. Archive our shows. Have links to uh, some great videos. All there at WNTWTheAnswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. Be safe in your commute home. Happy Father's Day to all you oh, fathers yeah. out there. Have a wonderful day out. Sunday. And uh, we'll wait. see you next Friday right here on 820 WNTW and FM 92.7. The Answer. Hold on one second. I can't hear myself. Oh, shut up. A rare display of common sense. He could read my mind. He'd have been like, what? Oh, I think my bunny slippers just ran for cover. Come on. I don't know. I'm just going to make it up as I go along. My friends, we did it. We weren't just marking time. We made a difference. We made the city stronger. We made the city freer. And we left her in good hands. All in all, not bad. Not bad at all. And so, bye, God bless you, and God bless the United States of America.